You're listening to the Back Porch Talk Podcast. Danny and Jason had many discussions and debates on the back porch while making pivotal investment moves with assets. That's right, with trading cards. They welcome you to the back porch and right into those discussions about current sports news with a fresh and unique twist. So come on and join us. Welcome to the Back Porch Top Podcast. I'm your coach, Jason. It's your coach, Danny. Fans, we got a quick show for you today. Look, going into the NFL, week number four. These Green Bay Packers, Danny, pulled it out in overtime, 27-24 over the New England Patriots. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, 21 for 35 for 251 yards, two touchdowns to pick, uh, which ironically became a pick six. Uh, Aaron Jones, 16 carries for 110 yards. Lazard shows up uh, finally, uh, six receptions for 116 yards. There's something going on here with the uh, Packers defense. New England Patriots ran all over the Packers, man. (laughs) Uh, New England rushed for 167 yards. Uh, Fortunately enough, uh, the Packers ran for 199 yards. Uh, as I mentioned, 110 by uh, Aaron Jones, 73 by uh, A.J. Dillon. But, Danny, I saw some defensive gaps uh, with the Green Bay Packers uh, in the run defense and, for that matter, in the secondary. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aaron Rodgers throws a pick six, which rarely happens. Um, he has indicated that he needs to play better. Hopefully the team plays better. But they escape. They escape, Danny. And I just think that a third string quarterback in that of Bailey Zappi, uh, he comes out 10 for 15, 99 yards and a touchdown. Uh, the actual first touchdown pass by a rookie quarterback for the season in the NFL. He, d- he did his part. Mm-hmm. New England Patriots could have won this game, Danny. I don't know what's going on with the Packers, Danny. Um, I know they missed Devontae Adams. I'm really liking Dobbs. I think he's starting to become Aaron Rodgers, one of Aaron Rodgers' favorite targets. Mm-hmm. He uh, could have actually walked off the game with the uh, with the game-winning touchdown catch. Seemed like he caught the ball, but I, I thought at first the ground caused the fumble. Mm-hmm. Um, but after uh, a replay here and the challenge, they called it incomplete pass because he didn't complete the pass going down to the turf. But Dobbs is really starting to come around, Danny. Five receptions, 47 yards, and a touchdown. And that touchdown was a back shoulder pass uh, and everything. So I think uh, Dobbs and Aaron Rodgers are starting to work out a, a good rapport here. Um, so we'll see. We'll see uh, what happens here. What say you, Danny? Jason, the Packers got lucky yesterday uh, mm-hmm. in overtime. There was a third down and five where Zappi, he like just panicked because mm-hmm. they already got the first down. I think they were going to drive and score. They just had the momentum. And they're, like you mentioned, they're running the ball all over Green Bay. Mm-hmm. I thought the Packers were just going to walk all over New England, especially when I saw mm-hmm. Brian Hoyer wasn't even playing. Mm-hmm. Like, come on now. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's one of those games that's more of a wake-up call for Green Bay. We'll see. They go to London next week to face the New York Giants, who were playing without a quarterback at the t- towards the end of the game against Chicago yesterday. They were running the Wildcat with Saquon Barkley. 
Uh, who knows if Daniel Jones will be able to play? Tyrod Taylor went to concussion protocol. Mm-hmm. So who are they? Who are they going to be playing against? Aaron Rodgers leaned on Randall Cobb. He made some big catches in that game. Mm-hmm. Sure did. Sure Zard did. made some big catches in the game. I still think they're trying to figure out if they're a run or a pass team. Like, mm-hmm. which way do they want to? Because they do the Aaron Jones, Dylan backfield, mm-hmm. which I think gives them an advantage because either both of them can catch out the backfield. Yeah, so it's so okay. Mix yep. the things up. But I still think they're trying to figure out their identity. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess we'll see uh, as season goes on. Their schedule is not that tough, mm-hmm. and they have time to figure things out. But this is where if they're running into these teams that are undermanned, and then once they get to the playoffs, mm-hmm. you know, things kind of show themselves. So obviously a long season, only week four, but they got lucky yesterday. I, I agree there, Danny. And that's one of actually my concerns. Uh, I know Tony Romo, who was commentating the game, he kept calling the backfield the Pony Express. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I don't know about that. I mean, but it, it's a unique twist to it. But nonetheless, what happens if either Aaron Jones or A.J. Dillon goes down, man, mm-hmm. gets hurt or for several weeks? What's going to happen there? Uh, the third string running back is going to have to, you know, step up and everything. So I'm just – interested in seeing how this really works moving yeah. forward um and dogs so i think they all gotta play better man i think they all gotta play better and danny your atlanta falcons uh did something yesterday i was actually surprised with danny they actually led the game there was a comeback <laughs> but the Atlanta Falcons they actually prevailed this go around, man. 23 20 mm-hmm. over the Cleveland Browns. What say you, Danny? Well, Jason, we ran the ball really well yesterday. And Cleveland, you know, when you're playing Cleveland, that's what they're going to do. They're going to run the ball with Chubb mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Hunt and mm-hmm. pound it. So it was going to be a ground and pound game. And Atlanta actually stepped up to the challenge. Cordell Pratt- Patterson actually ended up getting hurt. Mm-hmm. And Tyler Algier and Caleb Huntley, who they picked up last year, stepped up. And Mariota almost cost us every fourth quarter. He has a key turnover. And he almost cost them the game yesterday again. But Atlanta prevailed. Another close game. We're two and two. But it was a game where they actually controlled the clock. And they just ran the ball, really. The offensive line played really well. And that's something. And I don't know, too, with Mariota being back in the backfield as the quarterback, it's a different respect they have to have versus when Matt Ryan's back there, when he used to be back there, because Mariota can run as well. Mm -hmm. Now, Mariota didn't have the best completion percentage yesterday. It was 7 for 19. Mm -mm. But they overcame it with the running game. And then the defense stepped up. They had some key stops. It was a fourth and goal at the beginning of the game. They they stopped Cleveland on the two. Hey, man, we'll take it. That's the fourth game now. That's went down to the bitter end for all their games. So as a Falcons fan, you know, graying up, you know, balding by the minute. But, hey, we'll take a win where we can get it. And we'll see what happens next week against Tampa Bay and getting to play against our boy Julio. <laughs> if he's healthy. 
That is now, true. Danny, another intriguing game um, for this NFL week uh, actually happened Thursday night and where the Bengals beat the Miami Dolphins 27-15. The story of this particular game, Danny, has been uh, the fact of Tua um, actually mm-hmm. being injured uh, with a concussion. And by now, everybody has seen uh, the footage of him getting sacked. Uh, his head hits the turf and his uh, hands um, actually kind of go in uh, different directions um, uh, and all, which uh, seems to appear to be a neurological uh, reaction, uh, if you will, to a concussion. And so um, Tua has been ruled out for uh, week number five game against the uh, Jets, I believe. Uh, but nonetheless, man, this story uh, reeks of why Tua should not have played in this particular game. The game before, uh, even though there was indication that it was a back injury mm-hmm. that Tua had, everybody knows by now that was actually a concussion that was, that was sustained. Um, the way that he uh, got up and then eventually kind of fell fell down again. A back injury doesn't do that, uh, but a head concussion um, would do that. So um, there there were questions in terms of why Tua was playing in the Cincinnati Bengals game uh, in Dahl. Um, I, I give him credit in a sense for sticking it out, for uh, playing, but I'd rather be healthy and have him be healthy. Uh, not, not only for the short term, but for the long term uh, in Dawes. So my prayer, our prayer is that he uh, gets healthy and that this shines a light to what the NFL should be doing moving forward, Danny. Uh, Being more strict on these concussion protocols and the testing Mm -hmm. uh, in Dawes. So hopefully this shines a, a light. NFLPA has actually fired the uh, the doctor that dealt with Tua, I hope this shines a light and hopefully there, there could be a situation where uh, we don't experience this again. The players don't experience this again. Um, and all those who watch uh, NFL football, the fans don't experience this again. What say you, Danny? Yeah, Jason, it was tough to watch and it was a short week as well. And this goes to mm-hmm. the Thursday night game, which as a fan, you like to see games because action, you know, get to watch football. But at the same time, from a player standpoint, that's not a lot of turnaround, especially in the NFL, man, where it's mm-hmm. brutal. Mm-hmm. You're taking a yeah. beating every week and you have five days to recuperate and get ready for the next game. So it's tough that they cleared him. And it also goes to, you don't know how, what the, from the Dolphins standpoint. Mm-hmm. internally how was this handled so we won't know that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but we'll find out eventually they'll shine some light on that but from Tua's standpoint just hope he gets better and nope. he comes back when he's ready and able to and comfortable because that's mm-hmm. gonna be another thing too where something like that happens how comfortable are you going to be and how long is it going to take you to get to where you want to be. And that mm-hmm. was tough, man, because the Dolphins were running. They're rolling. Yeah, sure was. And Tua sure was, was actually having to – actually, we're talking about it every week. He was actually showing up. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and the receivers were wiling out with Tyreek and Waddle. Mm-hmm. So it's tough from that standpoint as well, from the team standpoint, to lose him in the way they did. So our wishes are with him. Prayers are with him. Hopefully he gets better and come back when you're ready. Yep. The Bengals wins that game, Danny, 27-15. Uh, mm-hmm. Teddy Bridgewater comes in, 14-23, 193 yards, one touch, one interception in that game in relief of Tua. Um, Tua actually started with eight for 14, 110 yards, did have a pick, though, uh, and that one sack, unfortunately, um, in this case. Uh, Tyreek Hill had a, a game, man, 10 receptions for 160 yards, man. They got something going down in Miami, Danny. Mm-hmm. This Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle combination is going to be wicked. Yep. But Cincinnati receiving crew was like, hold up now. Wait a second. <laughs> Wait a second. Don't be talking about Miami. We still here now. T. Higgins, seven receptions, 124 yards, a touchdown. Jamar Chase, four receptions for 81 yards. So I'm telling you, man, these young guns and young receiving cores in the the AFC right now is something wicked, man. Um, Mm -hmm. So we'll see what happens here, Danny. Uh, Another interesting game that happened uh, in this week in NFL, Danny, I would have to say, Happened uh, last evening with uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, taking this ale against uh, Kansas City Chiefs, which was a Super Bowl rematch from uh, a couple of years ago here. Um, no competition. 41-31. I think the game was was well in the hand of the Kansas City Chiefs, man. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, uh, man, it was like 28-17 to 17 at halftime. Um, but I don't think the score is really indicative to to the domination that the Chiefs actually played here. Uh, Tom Brady, yeah, he had 385 yards, three touchdowns, and all. Uh, Mike Evans, eight receptions, 103 yards, uh, two touchdowns. But Danny, um, this Kansas City Chiefs was on a mission. Mm-hmm. Uh, they came back to the place of the crime, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> uh. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, 23 for 37, 249, three touchdowns, an interception. Um, but I just think that the Kansas City Chiefs, they were together. I know last week there was a, a fight or an argument uh, with Patrick Mahomes and uh, the offensive coordinator there. Uh, but nonetheless, man, I think they came together and wanted to seek revenge on um, their loss in the Super Bowl against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What say you, Danny? Patrick Mahomes was focused. You could yep. see it in his eyes. He made some crazy plays. Kelsey, still doing it, man. Mm-hmm. He's tough. Mm-hmm. He made some tough catches yesterday. And as long as Mahomes has Kelsey on his side, the Chiefs are always going to be competitive mm-hmm. because Kelsey's just a matchup nightmare. Uh, yeah. And also, Clyde Edwards Alaire mm-hmm. had a great game. And that was something they've been waiting for him. So he's starting to get some confidence now. And if they can get the running game going to match up with the passing game, Chiefs are back where they need to be. So the defense played well enough to win that game yesterday. And from the Tampa side, getting the receivers back, it was because they were all pretty much out yet last week. So just getting some continuity, I think that's the thing right now with them is 
getting them in practice and getting some continuity with Brady and the receivers, some timing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had negative rush, negative three rushing yards in the first half. Mm-hmm. So the running game was not there yesterday. So I think that's where I'm a little worried with my Falcons <laughs> coming up next <laughs> week with Tampa Bay. <laughs> and Tampa Bay tried to get, get right on us, but it was one of those games where Kansas City just jumped on them from the beginning and never looked back. Mm-hmm. Lastly, Danny, the Buffalo Bills, 23-20 to 20 over the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, these Buffalo Bills are for real, man. Josh Allen, 19 for 36, 213, uh, touchdown, interception, a pedestrian game for him. Mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson throws two picks, man, uh, 20 for 29 for 144 yards, Danny. Is Lamar Jackson playing himself out of a contract, or was it just this particular matchup, you think, that just kind of bothered him? I think it was the matchup. And if you look at that second interception he threw, it was on fourth and goal, mm-hmm. where he he saw something, and then he kind of double pumped. Mm-hmm. And he tried to force it. Where if they mm-hmm. kick the field goal, mm-hmm. that's one less interception on his on his books. Yep. So I think it's one of those things where he's been playing lights out up mm-hmm. to this game, and he he actually started off well yesterday, and then he the Ravens just went to sleep on offense mm-hmm. in that second half, which allowed Buffalo to get back in the game. And Buffalo, you got to credit Buffalo's defense as well for mm-hmm. doing that. Mm-hmm. So uh, it was it was tough to see, but I think it was just one of those games that was a tough matchup, and it kind of gives them a measuring stick now of what they need to do from a playoff standpoint. Because Buffalo obviously is one of the top teams in the AFC, and they need to go back to the drawing board to figure out how in the second half they can rectify mm-hmm. some of the issues they had. An interesting stat here, uh, Josh Allen carries the ball 11 times for 70 yards and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson carries the ball 11 times for 73 yards, no touchdown. Mm-hmm. Buffalo is for real, man. Folks know, I think they got a chip on their shoulders from the last year, how the playoffs ended for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but nonetheless, man, I, I think Buffalo is for real. Thank you for joining us at Backports Talk Podcast. You can also join us on Twitter by tweeting us at back underscore podcast. For more information, you can go to our website, which is backporchtalkpodcast.com. You can also email us at backporchtalkpodcast at gmail.com. Again, thank you for joining us. And remember that there's enough hate in the world. So go ahead and spread a little love.